to another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt, above average net worth, Jivanisi. And today <laughs> we're talking about making videos for profit. And we have two guests, but my very special guest today as and has been for a very a long time now uh, is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Hey, man. How's hey, business? Hey, dude. So I'm curious how old are you matt 35 35 yeah did, did you know that the average net worth for americans it says under the age of 35 fair um but roughly the age of 35 is uh six thousand six hundred seventy six dollars really because i because you said i mean your middle name the first thing i i mean i was yeah. like i have we have an article on this <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I wanted to call I you think, out, but you're actually well above average. I I am well above that, yes, and I pff, that's pretty amazing. But uh, I mean, being above th- the average of a epidemic is is not like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Um, it's like wow, you're the least fat person in the room. It's like oh great. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know if that I don't know if that analogy applies. But no one has ever said that about me. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, no one's ever said it about me. Uh, but yeah, the I think that comes from. I'm assuming it's a it's somebody who listens to Listen Money Matters, which is the other podcast that we do, obviously. And we did a whole episode about is your net worth worth? Was it called like what, about it, what your is your worth? net worth worth? There you go. What There's is your net worth? There. Yeah, there you go. See it. So clever, God! Who makes those titles up? You know, there was a book Must from be some this, genius from this guy, and uh, I'm pretty sure it was a guy, and, and it was supposed to be "Come on, people!" Oh, you know the, no, who? No, you know who it? did it? Who? Bill Cosby. It was Bill. Right, it was Bill Cosby book, and he <laughs> forgot the comma, so it right. just reads "Come on, people." It's very uh, the irony in that, <laughs> or mean, not? No, the coincidence. You could know, find what, what, irony. What, you know, what word is that? I don't know. Yeah, jeez. Who be? <laughs> Got any gum? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So I yeah. So I'm above. So I just checked it recently. I'm at eighty thousand now. I went up I, since that episode aired. I went up five thousand dollars. Yeah, you right. Yeah. Guess, little, guess little the podcast piece. is doing good then. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I want to thank hrefs.com. <laughs> no, but uh, I I wanted to briefly. Talk about business. Tell me ask things. you how things are going. Um, so today we're we're talking to a guest, and I have been thinking about. Obviously, I'm like working on. I did this article, and I'm been like thinking a lot about video production, and I think I need to create some sort of consistent like process for video and i don't mean like the process of like start to finish making a video i mean like what's next on my list of videos to make like i need some sort of like calendar or you know list of like topics that i could just like to hold okay, yourself like, responsible to and yeah. you don't have to think when it's like friday you're just doing right it. yeah it's like oh i need to make a video today what's it gonna be on what's it gonna be on mm-hmm. it's like no it's that's like it's half the day is yeah yeah so i think i'm gonna spend like an entire week or weekend like nah probably just one day Ah, eh, probably two hours. Just coming up with a list of, <laughs> of like easy topics, and then topics that need research, and you know, sort of like breaking it up into that. And then I think what I'm what I'm kind of thinking about, and I don't know if this is smart or not. And you know, we could talk to Thomas about this, who's our guest today. But uh, I'm thinking I would love to batch a bunch of videos, like just get a ton done and upload them. And like then upload them, them all on the same day. You're saying no. Just, I mean, whenever, whenever I get them done, just upload them. So it might be like for two months. It might be like, wow, this guy's uploading a shitload of videos. Because I mean, it, as it turns out, like you know, we'll, you know, we'll, we talk about it in the episode because we're actually recording this beforehand because we didn't record an intro and outro when we had Thomas on. So we're you know <laughs> to be very transparent and meta. Um, but I, you know, we, we found out through the conversation that most of my traffic or most of my views come from my website. Right. So it's like, well, shit. I mean, the more, the more I can get, 
you know, the faster I can get videos up. And and like and once you get through the topics, like I don't think I need a channel where it's like, oh, every every week a new swim university video no. comes out. Like that's not the way and that you're works. Not chasing right? that business model. Exactly. Right. Uh, but I am because I'm very excited to start diving into like brew cabin videos because mm. I think I can do a lot of work with uh you know sp- uh not sponsored posts but like getting free beer stuff and doing reviews and shit. So that could be cool. Just, yeah, I'm very excited about that. So that's what's going on and I'm uh what's what's uh what's the deal with you at, at this point? I mean, we've been talking all day today. I know, I know. We're on the like I don't know, 7th hour. Um Something. I I feel like I keep saying this on the episodes, but it, I'm pretty excited, and we're on the cusp of a lot of things that are moving forward. My mm-hmm. big win yesterday is, and it was after our talk, which might have been in a previous episode, mm-hmm. I kind of just pushed everything off. Yeah, and I said just, no to some stuff. Well, I said no to stuff, and I, I actually like did deep work yesterday. And, yeah. Uh, it was very so gratifying. I. I got like a yeah. ton done. Yeah, I did as well. Yeah, so, I, dude, small I was, wins. That's true. I just did it. I just journaled, and I was like, and I, I was talking to my buddy Jason, and I was like, he, I was, he was just, you know, we're coordinating what we're gonna do tonight and stuff, and he's like, he's like, oh, what you, what were you up to? And I'm like, oh, I did the, you know, I said, uh, oh, I went to the coffee shop this morning with Steph, and I uh, edited seven episodes of Money Lab, and then uh, we came home. And we went to a pumpkin patch, and then we went to uh, look at some houses up in Boulder that were cool that we just like thought we'd never seen before. And then I went to the farmer's market, and then I uh, pu- uploaded and published those episodes to uh, Transistor.fm, which is the podcast hosting company. And then I, uh, you know, finished writing my article about you know YouTube videos and published that. And he was like, "What you did that all today?" I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I was working until 10, 10 p.m., so mm. like, it, was, it was a long day. That's yeah, what people like, oh, don't hear is oftentimes, <laughs> yeah, I also, or I'll work just break for dinner, and I'm like, Laura, yeah. tonight I'm just working. Yep. Yeah, we, we got up early, made breakfast, and then like went to the coffee shop, and I was pretty much like locked in. I was like, I can go to a coffee shop and just like kind of laser in and get shit done. So I'm just good at that. Mm. I don't know. Not to brag, but... <laughs> Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like minded business owners in the members only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention, it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. All right, Andrew, let's get in it with Thomas Frank from collegeinfogeek.com. Yes. Deal? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Uh, so, so, all right, um, this is kind of a selfish episode, I think, because okay. um, I obviously, like, you you read my thing, or you or at least skimmed my thing. Um, I watched the videos. How do you say you obviously? The videos. Did you check to see if <laughs> Thomas I know. Frank opened and clicked? Because, come on, <laughs> I found know. the one visitor from Denver. You got the big Hoboken contingent. But <laughs> That's right. You're the only one person from Denver. <laughs> one person from Denver is like, Average time on site, 30 seconds. I'm like, okay. yeah. <laughs> that was definitely Thomas. He spent a little longer than usual. <laughs> little, yeah, look, and he's yeah. like, oh, hey, look, it's still shit. All right. <laughs> yeah. He was like, look at those H2 tags. I get the gist. Um, so I am, uh, yeah, I bought, uh, th- I bought this Video Mic Pro thing with a dead cat on it. So you got the, the big new one, right? I got the, yeah, the Video Mic Pro Plus so that when I turn on my camera, it automatically turns on the audio so I never forget. And it charges, it's got a chargeable battery. 
Ooh. So you don't have to add, uh, you know, like double A's or whatever. But it does also take double A's. So that's pretty cool too. It does not take nine volt. It takes two double A's now. Double A's now. Okay, that's cool. Which is definitely cool. Uh, I bought that because I was trying to streamline my video creation process. I really just wanted to be able to like set up a camera. I moved my desk over to where the natural light is so that I don't have to set up lights. Although I do have one key light that I, or not a key light like you have right now, like a halo behind your head. But I do. Like, another another light just to, for the opposite side and i basically just like throw on the camera and i and i know the material so well on swim university at least that i can sort of like pick a topic kind of roughly you know spit into the camera and and then do all of my work in editing yeah you're barely and, like prepping you just kind of uh, know which i'm very yeah, jealous I mean, about I do a little bit of prepping because, like, I just don't want to say anything incorrect. So I may go in, mm. like, you know, if I'm the next video I want to do is on the difference between flocculence and coagulants when it comes to pool clarifiers, and so I want to make sure that I have at least like the science. That sounds riveting. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but for the Gotta most make sure part, people know their flagellulence. Sounds like yeah. types of farts. <laughs> <laughs> So, flocculants. Oh, like just had some flocculants. Yeah. It's when you Farted fart me. in a chlorinated pool. <laughs> <laughs> just write that down, using it for the art. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you know that smell. That, that is... Jesus. This, okay. is, this is the cleanest smelling fart I've ever had. Wow. Wow. Okay. Childish. Uh, <clears throat> so, so I, I mean, look, I looked at the... the I, you know, I, all my video were, videos were demonetized because I turned them all off because I, you know, wanted, I you cared about. You demonetized them. I demonetized them, okay. like last year. Because I figured, oh, well, everyone's watching this on my website anyway. Why do they need ads? I have, you know, some of my posts are sponsored. So I, I forgot that I had done this. And so recently I, I un- you know, I checked all the monetization stuff. And then, like, I was like, whoa, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Like in, a, in, ha- in half a month. And I'm like, well, shit, there's only like 70 videos there and most of them are not that great. So I'm like, if I actually paid attention to this as an income stream, like just doing the, uh, you know, YouTube monetization is, I mean, that like I, what I don't know, quite frankly, uh, is do people literally make a living just off of YouTube monetization? You mean like just off AdSense? Yes. Uh, all right. So I would put it this way. There are a handful of YouTube creators who get enough views that they could make a yes. living purely off of AdSense. And I wouldn't be surprised if there are some, but most people who are smart enough to get to that level on YouTube are also smart enough to build other income streams in their business. Like you look at somebody like Philip DeFranco. Yeah. That guy, if he was just supporting himself, cause he's got a team of people, but yeah, if he, he were just supporting himself, I think the AdSense money off of his channel would easily support him and his family because okay. it's like over a million views per video in their daily, right? Mm-hmm. And you look at, I mean, the CPMs are a huge range, but let's just say for simplicity's sake, a dollar CPM on YouTube. If you have a million view video, it's like a thousand bucks. So, you know, you have yeah. 31 videos in a month. You do the math. You could be rolling in it just from that. Um, but again, he's a businessman, understands that, one, you don't want to be putting all your eggs in one basket. And two, he has the attention and trust of an audience. And there's more money to be made there than just having a Clorox bleach ad before your video that you didn't even sure. put there. But the difference between him and what I plan on doing is that his videos are not timeless. That He does news. like He does yep. like current event stuff. So he has to continually create in order to see that money continually roll in for the most part. Yep. Whereas like I've done no new videos for the, you know in the last probably two or three years and yet i turned on i flipped a switch and there's money coming in so do you know where your, your views are coming from yeah old videos I bet you it's like no i mean like where so is it search is it suggested videos like so my uh, theory is because yeah. you're doing pool videos like every single summer people are going to youtube and they're searching how do i shock my pool how do i get rid of algae all these things your videos are coming up, so you're probably just going to see a spike every single summer because that Actually, catalog I, is a bunch of like great stuff. Yeah, for sure. Like how-tos. Well, but I, I actually, well, go ahead, Andrew. I, I have a really selfish, interesting question. T- 
Thomas, what is the biggest discovery mechanism for your YouTube channel? Is it uh, search? Let me log in. Recommended? Not search. Yeah. Because everyone like touts how like YouTube's like the second biggest search engine, but I've actually rarely, if ever, consumed it like that. Yeah, a lot of people do. So yeah, one thing that I, I have do. tried to keep in mind forever is that my behavior is not indicative of the average viewer. Mm. Um, and in the average viewer is probably not even a good concept to think about because everyone is so different and diverse. But me as a creator, especially, the way that I look for information, the way that I consume content is going to be very different than somebody who isn't like a full-time content creator. We like, all three of us live very differently than most people. Uh, so let's see here. I think it's traffic sources to answer your question. So browse features is my top discovery mechanism followed by suggested videos. So what's what's browse features? Uh, it says here traffic from the home page and home screen, the subscription feed and other browsing features. So, yeah, suggested so, videos are going to be the ones that are like on the sidebar or after the so, video ends. So if you were to break it out into like, I don't know, a percentage, you're, you're saying like, what is it like 60% is or browse, which is a, your 34% browse. How much? 34% browse. So 34 and that isn't my audience. That's that's the algorithm recommending things on the homepage too. Oh, I thought I mm -hmm. thought the homepage was things that you subscribed to, but it could be related is what you're it, it is kind of oh. like a suggested The homepage these days is um I mean it it will be a lot of channels you subscribe to if you're the kind of person who subscribes, but your behavior as a subscriber, like hitting that button, is one of the lesser factors, I think in determining what's gonna be on your homepage. Hmm. It's what you're watching. Like right now, my homepage is nothing but mountain biking and rock climbing videos. That's all it is. Huh. And then there, I guess there's yeah. like one tech video because like I've been doing nothing but watching mountain climbing and rock, okay. uh, mountain biking and rock climbing videos. Mine's and there's food, a lot yeah. of channels that I don't subscribe to that are sitting here. So wait, wait, hold up. So if 34% is through the homepage and you're saying that is largely recommendations, not opt-ins, Right. Uh, I mean, it, it it may be subscribers, it may be non-subscribers. But then, and I think I can actually. Break how big that is down. the 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 suggestion piece? Uh, suggestion is twenty seven percent. Twenty seven percent. So already we're at over fifty percent, and this is mm -hmm. essentially the algorithm just giving you people. Yes, and then uh, search is eighteen percent. Eighteen percent, and then what? The whole rest of the pie is just a million slices channel pages yeah external direct or unknown playlists and screens little things like that um so search is the third biggest and that's significant the one thing that i will say about search is you can't just look at its breakdown percentage in your analytics and call it a day because the algorithm which is what determines what's going to be on the home page and in those suggested areas is taking in all sorts of data to figure out like what do we suggest to each individual user and their search behavior is a factor. So if you know user X over here in, Pen in Pennsylvania is like, I'm searching how to study, I find one of Tom's videos, I watch that and I'm riveted by it and I watch the whole thing, YouTube's like, ooh, there's a very engaged user. So let's suggest that video that may have you know not gotten a whole lot of play because it's older, let's suggest that video to people that are like this person. Yeah, and they're gonna see it. So maybe five people see it on their homepage, but it was largely due to that one person initially searching it. So the, that's why I tend to go for search and clickbaitiness, if you want to call the it. The way that someone like me would talk about SEO, if you were to like go over the fence onto the YouTube end of things, it is all just mm -hmm. the algorithm, or or yeah. what are yeah. the indicators that YouTube wants to reinforce? Yeah, and I think. I think Google does the same thing with articles. Like if somebody searches for an article and they go and they won't, you know, stay on that page for a really long time, then Google's like, cool, we got to bump that article up, mm. you know, in the search results. Right. And possibly for other keywords too. Yeah. It's just I mean, that I, Google doesn't have the whole browse algorithmic content delivery piece. It's only right. search. So I want to, uh, my traffic sources are d different. Yeah. By, yeah. Um, Is it mostly search? No. My, no? my num no. My number one, Traffic source, 34.6% is external. Wow. Okay. So that's people, that's people watching my embedded videos on my actual website. So on your on site. University.com. Okay. So I looked, at the, I looked at that and thought, 
well, shit. Like, that's another way for me to monetize my existing traffic to my website as opposed to affiliate links. The second most, 31.5% is suggested suggested videos. Mm-hmm. And then number three is 21.9% YouTube search. Okay. So you, your browse features are not even the top three. Nope. Not, e- not even, no. In fact, uh, direct mm-hmm. or unknown is 4%, and then unknown is 25 So it's not even... I can't even see. I guess that makes sense. You're probably not no. going to have a whole lot of people who are just like binging pool care videos. Mm. At, right. Like, and they're probably they're not going like, to watch. I have to fix this problem. Right. They're <laughs> not going to watch one. And then, yeah, browse features is, is N-A. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that's because like no one watches a pool video about algae. And you're like, you know what? You're going to like more algae videos. Here you go. Here's a more, <laughs> you know. You Maybe love you algae, this end. guy. Like, if you like algae videos, check out this one where yeah. I t- show you how to make a ghillie suit out of all the algae we're going to get out of your pool. Well, I think it's like it's. <laughs> I think it's more like <laughs> ghillie suit. I think it's more <laughs> like uh, you know, if somebody it, that now they know that they own a pool, like now they know I'm a home brewer, right? Because mm-hmm. I watch a bunch mm-hmm. of home brewing videos. So it's like, hey, you might like this other guy who makes crappy home brewing videos. You know, <laughs> it's like, and I think, uh, or or you might like more vi- like what a lot of times my brows shows me like i subscribe to um you know a home brewer who just kind of like does like a vlog style home brewing video and, and when steph hears me watching it like i watch it sometimes on the big tv downstairs like i just like airplay it she's like mm-hmm. oh my god how the fuck can you listen to him like how can you watch this and i'm like i dude i love i love the topic so much that i honestly don't care like the guy's voice yeah. is annoying and his videography is all it's just it's tragilarious it's it's ridiculous and <laughs> I I was just like, uh, you know, he now the go, now because I am a YouTube like consumer. Like I I have the app on my phone. I I I go to YouTube and I just like watch what they suggest to me in the browse or whatever. And so sometimes they'll just start suggesting like videos from this creator like that were published eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh shit, I never saw that one. Play. I so think, that yeah, could be I think that there is there are like certain little methods in the algorithm that are like occasionally bring up really old shit because people yeah. are just going to be like, why is that super old video on my homepage? I have to click it. Yeah, I think there's like a lot of little things like that. I just like think sometimes it's you just get a weird video on your homepage that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, I think it's just like a little bit of I don't know what the technical term is for like the gambling thing where it's a it's like uncertainty. Mm. Yeah, like. If you know every time you log into YouTube, it's only going to be rock climbing videos because that's what you've been watching. Maybe you're bored one day. You're like, I don't want to watch rock climbing videos. Right. But, so like, throw but what if there's like you. big bird dubstep memes? Uh, yeah. Into that. Dude. Yeah. So the, the business that you're running now, and it's kind of like deviated over time. Like you, you are essentially praying to the, uh, the, pay, the, the video view gods, right? Oh yeah, YouTube. algorithm the gods, gods of YouTube. Yeah. sacrifice many farm animals. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so given that convergence, you know, and I know there's a lot of things that you think about, and probably a lot of things you do that you instinctively know aren't all that important. What is the one aspect of publishing and releasing to YouTube that you obsess about? Uh, it's it's not one. Give me one. I and guess a half if I had to pick, no. What are the one. ten or fifteen things <laughs> that you completely obsess about? Well, it's topic. Okay. Uh, I, I mean that. So, and so I've got friends who are even better at this than me. It's like it's topic is so important, uh, and I actually think that I'm like in terms of getting views, I'm not that good at this, and that's because. Well, that's just the end of our like, uh, <laughs> interview. <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> there are just things that I want to cover. I'm like, I really want to cover how to write a good essay that needs to be on my channel, needs to be part of the, the library. Yeah. But people are probably not going to care about it. And they didn't. But, okay. Like, what, you know, sometimes. Let, let me okay, frame so this. when I oh, no, picked my topic, yeah. it's title and thumbnail. And then it is how good are you at keeping them watching once they've clicked? So th- this is like the trifecta, I think, of success on YouTube. Title and thumbnail, and then watch time. So what I have to say about title and thumbnail, and I think people need to burn this into their brains of their creators, uh, the title and the thumbnail are a tag team duo that has a single mission, and that mission is to put a question in the potential viewer's head that has to be answered, and also create the implicit assumption that clicking that video will answer the question. 
Mm. The more like burning and intense the curiosity is, the better off you are. And the more there's like a promise of a payoff, the better off you are. Can you give me an example of that? Yes. So I did a video on a concept called spaced repetition a few years ago. And uh, yeah, see, exactly. (laughs) Right. It's it's a study technique. It's what programs like Super Memo and Anki use. Yeah. So I was going to call it how to use spaced repetition because I use it in college and I think it's cool because I'm a nerd. But they have the... And then I I just sat there and I'm like, wait a minute. How do you use spaced repetition? Maybe that puts a question in the viewer's mind, what is spaced repetition? But it's not a strong one because I could be like, what is phlogiston? And you're just like, you just made that word up. I don't give a shit about what phlogiston is. Yeah. So I I thought like, all right, what is the problem that this solves? This helps you remember things more quickly. It is a very powerful study technique. And I was like, ooh, what about that? What about the most powerful way to remember what you Mm. study? So that's what I titled it. Okay. And that's like my number three video with like two and a half million views. Wow, okay, okay. Interesting. That's really I think that video would have bombed hard had I not titled it that. Now, when you published that, what were your, did you have like massive subscribers at the time or was this when you were like, is this an older video? It's older. Okay. Yeah, so this it, it is wasn't like, like so, when I was beginner. Like I definitely had, I don't know, maybe fifty or a hundred thousand or something like that. But but it, this it video now. probably led to a lot of your led partially to your success as us like getting subscribers oh, and shit. Oh right? yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Definitely. I could okay. sh- I could go into the analytics and like figure out how many subscribers it drove. So wow. Okay. Just from its own thing, dude. Yeah. So I I see your obsession with watch time. Like it makes an enormous amount of sense. It's like the biggest vote is that people stick around and watch. You yes. know, I resonate with that with stuff that that we create. And uh, I guess the the biggest follow up question I have is: Do you see it as success as a percentage of watch time? Like people watch on average ninety percent of the videos, or do you see it as a total amount of time watched? So I should release three hour videos of trains. Yeah. I think it's the latter so part of that. If you ask YouTube, it's the latter. It's, yeah, because YouTube wants you to stay on their platform for as long as humanly possible. So right. a video is not successful because people watch 99.9% of it in an enormously consistent basis. As a, or, like, or what develops in the general. channel better, right? In general, yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking about a highly complex and of, you know, of largely course. unknown algorithm. And we don't here. have the answer. And we don't know their exact motivations. We don't know the A-B testing they're doing. But yeah, it's, it's uh, raw minutes watched. But of course, there is uh, always a give and take because if you release three-hour videos, you have a very limited audience that mm-hmm. is willing to that's jump true. in there and watch that thing. Mm. Also, so, I, I would also say that um, that's less ads that they can serve during your time on YouTube, mm. right? Yeah. So, well, so what they want is session time. That's right. like the, the holy grail for them is session time because if you watch like a bunch of five minute videos and you're there for an hour, then there's like, I don't know. That's how great many, for them. 20 ads or something like things that served yeah. you. Yeah. That's what they really ads. want. Yes. Right? Because I mean, ultimately that's how they profit. Yes. And I, and I think it, it's, re- but here's the thing. I think it's great to think about, you know, any company, like when we, when we talk about SEO in general, like you, you know, people are like, well, you know, fuck Google, who cares about what they want? It's like, no, 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 no. You should absolutely care about what they want because what they want is ultimately what you want too, right? Yeah. You want – like Google wants people to like use Google and find it incredibly useful. And so if they're serv- if your stuff is incredibly useful and Google is serving up your stuff, well, then you both win. You, bo- you both get the, the benefits, right? And, and it's – whether like with them, it's money. With you, it's views, right? So it's like, oh, but – you know they're they're related in some way and i think yeah. youtube has the same i mean obviously it's it is google so whatever like youtube is google they want the same thing like their motivations of course will be profit but they're also want to serve up the most relevant entertaining video which could be yours and then you're getting the views that you want they're getting the money that they want also you're getting the money that you want so everybody yeah. kind of wins right and i just think like I don't. That's why I kind of don't like the the total watch time because you're because you're right, Andrew. Like that was a thought. Like, do I have to just make thirty minute videos? Like, you, we just talked to Chase and he's making thirty minute, you know, bag reviews, and he's got like crazy engagement. It's insane. Um, but if he made it's ten minutes, bag papers re- joke, right? Well, if, I mean, if he made the argument is like if he made ten minute bag reviews, still pretty fucking long. 
would he have more subscribers? Because because YouTube would end up serving him up more because but it almost seems like subscribe. So so yes, but it almost feels like subscribers are are largely irrelevant. It's like a vanity number. Uh, yeah, that's what you're. Yeah, right, I think it is. I mean, it's yeah. important, but like, there's so many channels in standard that have far fewer subscribers than I do and way more views per video. And that's when yeah. I'm like looking at my views. Like I have a view that's close to a million, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, it's just been there for a while and I, it's a very popular page on my website and it's embedded there and people are Google, you know, searching for it in, in YouTube. And so it just like, it, it dominates. It's just like the number and like no one right now. I mean, I, I'm kind of in an interesting niche of, you know, no one is producing high quality swimming pool videos, yeah. right? So, like, anybody that, like, finds one of my videos is like, whoa, holy shit, I'm probably going to have a longer engagement time because it's actually, like, watchable and, and he- listenable because some of the audio is a lot really bad on all these other sites. And the video's got a lot of meat to it. And so I'm going to be successful on YouTube in the YouTube algorithm. But more importantly for me is, like, I have a site. And, I, and, and like, that's where all my traffic comes from. And it's just yeah. another way to monetize that traffic, mm-hmm. which which I think is an underestimated. Like it was, I underestimated that to be honest. Like, if yeah. my traffic grows on my website, so does my YouTube money. Well, yeah. Uh, let me let me ask Thomas, and, and if if you don't mind saying, I know that when you go live with a integrated ad video, you have X amount of time, then you can enable monetization. So. Mm-hmm. One question. Question one. Is every video that can be automatically monetized automatically monetized for you? Uh, yeah. How much is that a month? Ooh, maybe not every single one. But uh, virtually. But the vast majority. There may be like, I think there's one video that's like a 30 second like stop procrastinating video. I didn't have ads on that one because mm. it seemed like counterproductive to the mission. Yeah, yeah I do that too. <laughs> like if I do a sales video for my own product, I don't add. Uh, oh yeah, I, I wouldn't do that. To the, yeah. But... If you have a sales, so keep in mind that uh, a, a video that is entirely a pitch for your product would actually be in violation of YouTube's terms. So be careful. If you make a video whose sole purpose is to get people off of YouTube, it is in violation of their community guidelines. Huh. So you got to oh, have what if something. It's unlisted? Then you probably won't get caught, but it's you're still using their service as a hosting platform to get people off their service. Oh, I did so not like, know that. Well, yeah, so a long time ago, I didn't, and they didn't weren't very clear about this at the time. I had a video that was just like, "Hey, I'm running a contest on my blog," and it was up for probably like two years. So the contest was well over, and then all of a sudden, I get a strike on my account, and it's like, "You've gotten a strike," and this video has been pulled down for a community guideline violation, and I couldn't have like end cards and stuff for a little while. This, I think, this was before I was like a YouTuber, so it wasn't a big deal. Uh, but I was like, "What the heck?" And it's but because can- it was. Purely an ad. Okay, but you can put links in the comment or in the description, right? Yes, it's just that, I mean, it's up to their discretion, but you you can't post a video on your channel whose sole purpose is to get people to leave YouTube. Like Like, why you should never watch YouTube videos again, the video. Yeah, or just like, hey, I'm selling a course, go here, buy it. That's all it was about. Now, if you were like, three tips for improving your SEO and at the end of the video, you're like, I'm selling a course about this, go check it out. That's totally above board because you've provided some sort of content. entertainment or value. Whoa, or I didn't know that. That's yeah. I need to take down those videos and just put them up on Wistia or something. Yes. Cause I just use it as a hosting platform for those sales videos. Yep. And if they're unlisted, like uh, like I said, it's unlikely to get caught, but if your channel starts to grow, I can't yeah. guarantee that but, they ho- won't. Hold up, Thomas, so, what percentage okay. of your video related income is auto monetization? Uh, right, could you could you like pull out of your ass? You probably know a general. It is against the terms to say the exact dollar amount. So percentage, and we won't uh, we won't even so, say. So the, wait, the, wait, hold on. The article I just published where I said the exact dollar amounts on my website is against their terms. Yes, if you, uh, technically, yeah. But you know what? It's weird because some people like get these really popular viral videos where they like actually show how much they made, and they don't get flagged or destroyed. Yeah, because so I'm actually promoting know. to use YouTube. <laughs> The, and yeah, their auto monetization, to, which they want. You're not supposed to show what you make because then, like, advertisers could be like, "Oh, here's a CPM now." Like, I don't know. There's yeah. I'm well, you're not supposed to do that with Amazon either. But yeah, look, like when we're on a public forum like this, I'm gonna say the rules so people don't like listen to me and 
make the wrong decision and then of get course. burned for it. Right. No, I, wanna... I like following that. I love following the rules. I'm a rule follower. Yeah. I'm not. Um, I would say that. Let me look at my dashboard again. Got to bring it up. Like um, on a month-to-month basis, my AdSense revenue is probably like, I don't know, anywhere between ten and twenty percent versus my uh, actual sponsorship revenue. Mm. Maybe that's like kind of out of my ass, but that's probably about it. All right, mm. so so a meaningful amount, but it it's not uh, running your business. Yeah, and I mean that's AdSense for the month across the entire catalog. Right. So I guess that's but like, it's a that's big chunk of change like, though. It's not, it's, it's not, yeah, a, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's nothing to sneak. It's, yeah. It's probably not going to pay for your lifestyle and it neither is, I don't think, you know, uh, you know, me doing this, turning on this monetization for some university is not going to be like, Whoa, okay. We can give up this other thing. Like it's not replacing an ink. It's just an additional income stream that could be very meaningful to your bottom line. I mean, and obviously, it, incredibly, it can pa- like, pay almost all my freelancers except for like the top two. Right. So it's a yeah, and and almost for doing the thing you were already going to do anyway to provide value to your to your to your audience. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, I you know it's just like kind of pisses me off that I that I sort of neglected this as a income stream for almost like a, two years. Yeah, I had my ads off completely until I hit like one hundred and fifty thousand subscribers. Yeah, because. So I was, we all come from the the Pat Flynn bubble and everything. And, mm. you know, it's like funnels, right? You want to get X number of people here and the conversion mm-hmm. rate to the next stage, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right, well, if I have ads on my videos, that means fewer people are going to make it to my end screens. Fewer people are going to mm-hmm. go download my ebook. All down the line, turtles all the way down. There's fewer turtles. Yeah. But I had a conversation with my friend Sean who said, dude, when people watch an ad on YouTube, they're not like, Fuck this guy. He just yeah, put an ad. so used to hitting the skip YouTube ad. put the... Yeah. yeah, so it's just like, it's a cost of being on the platform. Yeah. So I turned them all on after that. So um, I have a... Uh, so you you mentioned like the trifecta of YouTube and you said the title, which we talked about. Um, we basically talked about uh, watch time, right? And yep. Just making something engaging, which we really can't... I mean, we'll go, I mean, a little bit of detail on, but uh, thumbnails. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I'm exper- I'm, not, I'm not experimenting. I'm not really a true experimenter in anything, but um, I have my old university videos were my face with a pool in the background or some sort of blurry picture in the background and like the big fat letters, you know, like of what the video is about. Um, it, it annoys me that I have to put the title of the video in the thumbnail while the title is always underneath the thumbnail. You in don't YouTube, have to. Right. Okay. Um, and so I experimented, I mean, again, I, I'm trying to do full cartoon images now where they're not my face because I'm like, yeah. well, I don't want people to not click on this because they see my stupid face. I want them to think they're getting actual information and go, oh, it's just this guy's stupid face again. Um, but I've heard click on faces, man, I've, that's, that's the, that's the dilemma that I'm, I'm facing right now is like, yeah. I've heard that, uh, putting a human image in a thumbnail actually gets more clicks than any other type of thumbnail. Uh, again, there are details. There are different genre right. considerations here. But generally, yes. But I would like, love to not, like, my. I don't want my face, my, my actual human face, my personality attached to a brand like that so, entra- like, so deeply, right? Cause like, then just don't. Like if, if you but don't I, how that, much am I missing that. out? You said you, thumbnails were crazy important, and so if they are crazy important in this trifecta, then how, why shouldn't I do the most like the best practice? I mean, why shouldn't you like I don't know use baby animals to feel your car? Like you have values. I do that, though. and you have to opt. Oh, well, that one's fine then. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I just put kombucha in my car, which is actually mm-hmm. just a bike. Live in Colorado, tubular. Um, there you go. You have values, right? You have a certain set of operational parameters, artistic tastes and integrity, all these kinds of things. So you have to optimize the techniques within that little bubble. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I would be making a stupid, ridiculous face in every single thumbnail. I would have yeah. all caps titles. I would be like, right. I would be like Logan Paul. Yeah. And Ooh, I would never want to be good. like Logan Paul. He's good. I like Paul. that guy. <laughs> be more like him. Like it. It legitimately pisses me off that like. He and his brother have 
more influence, I think, with kids these days than like anyone. Yeah, I know. And they're a horrible influence. They mm -hmm. lead kids to make bad decisions. And I'm like, well, shit, why aren't kids following me? Because I'm not doing those <laughs> things. decisions aren't fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's but what if problem. you like hit it? What if you hit it from them kind of like you hit it with your title? Like you're not like this is the spatial recognition, whatever the hell. I can, that's out. what I try to do. That's what I try to do within my parameters. But like, but so your, your thumbnail should be this. you like your your th your thumbnail should be you eating Tide Pods, dabbing, whatever you whatever you kids do nowadays. Like, why don't you just do that? But then when they watch it, you're like, oh, they're learning about uh, no, that, you know how to study better. If <laughs> I like, went oh. that far, I do not want to pander. For one, I think pandering would backfire. But two, if yeah, if it feels like pandering to me, I'm gonna hate myself. So like, right. I was talking to Anna about this in the car. Like several years ago, I did a note-taking video and I was like, every one of these note-taking systems, I'm going to represent with a Street Fighter character because I thought it was funny. Right. So it's not pandering. But now if I was like, here are five study tips from Harry Potter, like I don't yeah. care. So it's pandering. And yeah. that's you when think you that's lose what your credibility. does a little bit? Dude, no, Steve's a total nerd. Yeah, okay. I think Steve, oh. like, I, here's, here's my criteria. Do you like giggle when you come up with the idea or are you just like oh the kids will love that i understand like, it's okay, the intent right, right. right oh i see okay. and i think that people can sniff out uh fake intent really really well mm. which yeah. actually relates to monetization and it's it feels slimy to relate it to monetization because we're talking about trust here but like if you want to monetize a youtube channel trust is your number one asset like i trust chase because he pulls no punches with the bags yeah. So I'm going to like buy the bag that he recommends because mm -hmm. he's like, I tested this bag and it's floppy and I don't like it. Fuck this bag. Right. I don't care if their Kickstarter is amazing. Whereas if like it was somebody who just said every single bag is amazing or they were super disingenuous, I'm not going to trust them. You're right. And, you know, I can't show you the data behind this, but like I know my, my channel for sponsors converts really, really well compared to the average YouTube channel. And there are very few people on YouTube who convert better because it's like, it's audience trust. People yeah. trust a channel that helps you improve your life more than they trust like a channel of uh, SpongeBob memes. I mean, that's you why know? I trust MKHDB. You know, like I, I yeah. trust what he says about any tech. And if he, and he'll mm -hmm. straight up say like not like something. And I'm like, oh yeah, that means it's really bad. Cause the guy yeah. has been doing this for a very, very long time. Like I, think I bet years. you if Marquez did sponsors, he would convert really well. Yeah. And um, so the other thing I want to ask before we go is is about like watch time. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, in, in my little uh, thesis for this, it's like, let's talk a little bit about filming and, and planning and scripting and all that stuff. How what do you what do you pay attention to when it comes to like, I mean, I'm, when it comes to watch time, like how do you keep people moving through a video and, and stay to the very end? Where do you get bored? When you're editing, that's the question to ask yourself. Like if you're oh. watching through and you're like, I feel like it's dragging a little bit. It is. And your audience is going to be 10 times more mm. uh, harsh about it than you. So find a way to throw in a, a gag or find a way to throw in a cool little editing thing. Yeah. Just to keep Basically, I'm just, I'm just trying to make videos that I like to watch and I pay very close attention to the videos I watch. And I'm okay. like, what can I take well, from that? How can I like improve my style? What are those videos that you watch? I mean, right now it's like again a bunch of rock climbing videos. <laughs> yeah, are they are they bad? Or they're they're pretty bad, right? No, they're great actually. Oh, they're good. Okay, I've been I just watched like these bouldering channels, and it's just like a group of like six or seven people who just do bouldering routes, but they're really entertaining, and their okay. editing is super simple. But I think their subject matter is great for longer videos because it's like it's action the whole time. For me, it's like I'm talking about stuff, so I got to find a way to throw in a visual metaphor or a pun or a joke or something like that. I think you have awesome taste, Thomas, and and not not to just like fluff your ego, but I think you have great taste. And so to maybe bring it back around to the beginning, we had mentioned Polly Matter. This is a guy mm -hmm. that is, I don't want to say the antithesis of your videos, but at least the way that he produces them is like diametrically opposed to the way that you do. He has no face. He's not no on camera. What? Yeah, he's not on he's camera. He's not on camera, that's for sure. It, it is uh, the, the method. It is it, it, like you are more dynamic and, I don't know, human. Um, yet he, he has awesome videos um, and he does well. 
why do you think he does well? What about his videos are well written? And so, and this is the biggest thing. Like, so his videos tell a story or make a point, right? And they're well written. And uh, the animations are, I mean, they're not like, he's not doing a ton of jokes, but his animations are good and they're very smooth and they're very, like, they're nice to watch. So Mm -hmm. of, of those, because I, I also think that he, he makes you think he, he basically obsesses over the story, the sentences, whatever. Mm -hmm. If you were to like proportion it out, how much is that important versus his effects in the video or moving you forward? Do you think he can have a shit video? It's the most important. Oh, yeah. He could totally have a shit video. I mean, like, I don't think it would do as well because a lot of people do really like his his animations and stuff. But, like, we are wired to pay attention to a good story. It's why we listen to podcasts like Serial where we can't see anything. So he could have very, very little. I mean, people watch TED Talks on YouTube all the time, and that's just, like, people on a stage. There's no B-roll most of the time. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's like, how do you keep people's attention? There's a million different answers to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm a Patreon of his, and I get the videos ahead of time. And I've noticed mm-hmm. the past two videos, he puts like a thing like, uh, you know, videos up, uh, still deciding on the music. So I guess it's like not in, but it'll be in the live version. I've, uh, I have not watched the live version since I've been a Patreon. And in hindsight, I realized I, I had no idea that there was music or not or whatever. Like it made no, absolutely no difference to it. And mm-hmm. I and I watched his really old ones. I think he removed them or remade them because I, I guess I think that all of the visual stuff is almost or not like irrelevant, but it is so unimportant as compared to like yeah, I think it's less important for sure. As long but as you again, just keep remember, something moving on screen, yeah, it's like a podcast. You got to keep like, things moving. Because yeah, um, you can listen to an hour-long podcast and be riveted and not see yeah. anything. So if you're seeing something and you're still paying attention, then it's like, yeah, it's mostly what the content is and how it's structured and how it keeps your, yeah. But again, like, the, the content matters. Like, some things need to be visually demonstrated. And mm-hmm. also, uh, it, this isn't to say that, like, for somebody out there listening, if you wanted to do something in a more visual format where the visuals mattered, like you shouldn't abandon that because we're talking about creativity here. Right. Uh, there's a YouTube channel called, I think it's just called Noodles that I found recently. And he had this whole video about like uh, the Metroid video games yeah. and the animations he throws in there are like crucial to some of the jokes and they yeah. are wonderful. And without them, or without like the care and attention you had put into them, it wouldn't have been nearly as funny and nearly as compelling. Yeah. Um, I guess well, to the, be, the direction yeah. I, I was kind of going out with that is you guys have been video guys since I've known you both. And you're yeah. both like good and talented in doing that. I am so not and have so don't have the experience. And so I look at the videos, Thomas, that you produce or Polymatter. You know, or, or Matt, even like yours, like it, it seems effortless the way you guys do it. And I'm like, I just can't because I can't mm-hmm. video. And I feel like uh, if you guys both believe that the story is far more important than like the pizzazz, it's almost like uh, releasing of chains, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that's what's holding you back and like, you want to make videos and you think that you could be good at the story and you can't be good at the visuals, then great. Like leaning right. into the story right. and let the visuals be minimal. Um, can I be selfish? Yeah. I think I've been selfish this whole time. It's your show. Um, <laughs> and, and, and here's a, here's a deal with this question. Gotta be fucking honest. That's all I ask. It's all I ask in the show ever. What type of underwear do you wear? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lie. I think I made this joke on the first episode of Money Lab ever, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you did. Uh, you said that you read my article, you watched the videos. Oh, I scanned through them. The the videos. So here's the first honest thing. I was at Starbucks and I should have been working this morning, but instead I checked my email and then I saw your email and I scanned through it and then I got guilty and I went back to work. So you literally yeah. oh wait you didn't, see, you didn't you didn't wait you didn't even click over to the website or no oh I went to the website I scrolled through the article and I clicked and like I I started watching every video 
but then yeah. I sort of just like skipped through them instead of sitting there watching the whole things. Did you watch the most recent one that I did that was like I landed on and said, okay, this is like the most recent talking head where I have the new studio. The pool air pillow thing? Yeah. I Yes. I, I mean, I scanned through that. But yes, okay. I know what it looks like and everything. Okay. It, uh, well, then maybe this question doesn't make sense, but I was just like, give me your honest opinion. Does that hold your attention? Does that have uh, – do you think that that is a style of video that will work? Is there enough – basically, like, not that I need approval or anything, but, like, when I showed it to Andrew, he was like, that was great. Like, I kept my attention. There was moving. I showed it to Steph. She said the same thing. And I'm like, but it felt so easy for me to do. Like, it felt effortless. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, am I – is that a – You want it to be difficult. It does, you it does, you had right, the a little same bit. problem when we talked about Gary Vaynerchuk because you were like – Vlogs are bad because they don't Not. take a whole lot of effort to produce. And yeah. I made the same point that I'm going to make now. Gary Vaynerchuk has shtick. He yeah. is entertaining. And there's a lot that goes into that. Like, just because nobody had to sit at a computer and keyframe 10,000 easing curves and after effects for 17 hours doesn't mean that there's not a lot of expertise and like indirect blood, sweat, and tears that went into that. You might be able to perform that and get it filmed and up on a website in five minutes, but there's like years of experience behind that. And it's the same thing for you. The fact that you can speak the way you do and the fact that you know how to make these really minimal edits, like little punch-ins and stuff like that, like that's expertise. Hmm. So it's effort is not an indicator of quality. It's often an ingredient, but really all that matters is like, do people like what you're making? Is it good stuff? If it's super easy for you to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You, the Skype like video compression blipped, and your eyes went inside your nose, and oh, it looked dude. like a Tim and Eric thing. I I, 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 <laughs> I, I was like, this is a perfect ending. He had it. He was like so going on this perfect <laughs> ending of this episode, and then he just broke in the middle. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is better. This is so much better. But it seriously. Whatever is good, whatever people like, mm. that's what's effective. It doesn't matter if you can sit there and monologue it on you know, one take or if it takes you a year to produce it. Like Gary Vaynerchuk is successful and Bill Wirtz is successful. Totally different approaches. Still very successful YouTubers. Hmm. All right. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you got a podcast. I do have to podcast after podcasting. This is, uh, like this, this, this was supposed to be Tam time, which is uh, our Thomas, <laughs> Andrew, and Matt time. But I figured, uh, hey, why, why not record an episode? We, we have to do 31 of them this month. Uh, yeah. and, and, uh, and I was, I, this is what I wanted to talk to you about anyway today. Chalk mark on the wall. Yeah. Only 30 more. Only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I imagine you guys have some already recorded. <sighs> I think we're at 17 now. Mm. Well, that's not bad. This is old, yeah, this is after fifty recording sessions. Yeah, you guys yeah. should just have one that's like just meditation ohms. Mm. That would be. I'm sure that, you yeah. could sell that as like helpful to business. Like, all right, guys, this week we're gonna do something a little different: a guided meditation to improve your level of focus and your ability to come up with creative solutions. This is yep. not cop out content. It's very important for you to listen to this thirty minutes of us going. Mm, you're yeah. feeling a tingle coming up your toes <laughs> breathe like, out either, your anguish either that or it's gonna put you asleep in your car goodbye <laughs> yeah all right well thanks man appreciate uh you doing this yeah for sure and you know obviously this i think good you're the time. besides uh andrew and stephanie uh you're an alum i think right you're the yeah it's only the three of you guys that have only been on the show twice more than one more than once oh yeah 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 um, well, when I left LMM, I was like, I want to be on the show sometimes, Yeah. but actually money lab is like more my, my speed. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty much down to be on whenever. Yeah. If you got a topic, let me know and I'll cool. be like, yo, we should do this. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let's get, let's Notion cool. workflow hacks. <laughs> I, I want that because I, we I'm starting to get a little, uh, I'm almost like seeking, uh, solutions to, you know, like where you're like a hammer you? and you're trying to find a nail. Like, yeah, I haven't like perfectly hammered it out yet because there's, I mean, every software has like problems limitations, yeah. and limitations and annoyances, which so right now in this transitionary period where I feel like I'm using more tools than ever, but yeah. dude, hopefully we'll coalesce in time. That 
It does not say, I mean, I'm in the exact same way. I have Notion open. I have Sublime Text open and Evernote mm-hmm. open. And during yeah. a course of a single day, I'm using all three. I don't know what is going on with yeah. my life. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, except for instead of Sublime Text, it's Bear Writer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll see. I don't know. If, if Notion can like fix a few things, it might be perfect. But it's not an Asana replacement even though they try to say it on their homepage because you can't assign things to people. That's bullshit. Nope. You can do a Trello board, but that's basically it. Anywho, well, I, I suppose you should do the outro. I almost like went into an outro. Do, uh, like brain programming there. <laughs> so I actually don't have, I don't have anything prepared. All right. Well, because I, then. I've listened what? to enough Money Lab episodes that I, I think I could do your outro. Oh my God. Thomas should do the outro. And just... Well, hold on. Hold, well, but wait, hold on. Because <laughs> the thing is, is like I don't have uh, like the middle name picked out. It doesn't matter. Uh, for the Thomas can just oh, you know, you have to like do you have to do the the end thing, right? I have to, we have to do a beginning thing. Never did a beginning thing either. So I have to do oh, a, yeah. I have to do an intro. I have to read the uh, the sponsorship. This is the second time we today got... we're doing it out in like this random. Uh, it's kind of, out of order. Yeah, thing. it's kind of interesting. Yeah. SEO for bloggers. Yeah, massive. No, we we have we have Atras as A-tress. a sponsor. Yeah, I'm but like joke. So I got to do that, and I got to do an outro, and I got to pick the middle name. But I didn't I didn't put together like the show notes for this because it was kind of uh, like oh let's like hey it was kind of like spontaneous. I sent you a bunch of middle names. I got they're all on my list. <laughs> I just used fingerless gloves. I couldn't use all of them because I I really wanted to use a jackhammer one, and I'm like. But then I gotta, <laughs> then I gotta do that. Like then I gotta like edit that, and I'm like, uh, it would be so funny. It's in but my honestly, list. Honestly, it was it was more like me ending the tweet with a really good joke. Yeah, it's a yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. So I I, uh, I like yeah. uh, disco explosion. That's why it's the first one. Does that do I have that one? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, I like put them all in here, huh? Oh yeah, that's I have that one safe for last. Disco explosion. Jeans. Yeah, I did fingerless gloves. I have zero days since last incident. Uh, I the disco explosion. I kept. Uh, what was the other ones I have here? Um, fingerless gloves. I told you that. Uh, God, somebody. Um, oh, hashtag hashtag. I already used. Uh, the God, the one. Um, the one that fucking cracked me up. Do I have it here? It was from, uh, I think it was from JCD Fitness. It was like Dick Street. <laughs> uh, it cracked me up. I was like, damn, I don't know what it's just. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means no, it's, it's funny. nothing. It's funny, though. <laughs> I was like, I literally laughed out loud. I was like, that doesn't even make any sense. Um, well, are you gonna, are you gonna like call the sponsor out again in the outro or just the intro? Uh, just we just we do it both. Just like uh, the okay. ref. I mean, if you want to give me a second, I could throw it together. <laughs> but I know you want to go record, so I do have to go record. Yeah. Um, so we can do it separately, uh, unless you want to be in on it. I can like just. Uh, you guys can do it separately. Yeah. I okay. sh- yeah. I don't want to keep Martin hanging too. Yeah. Much. All right. So yeah, we'll do it. Um, and then yeah, that's it. All right, I want to thank Thomas Frank for being on the show. Appreciate it. Collegeinfogeek.com. Check out his we YouTube you, channel. Yeah, Thomas Frank on YouTube. Just search for that. And yes, it's just Thomas Frank. There's nothing, no weird spelling. Uh, I also want to thank... You can also search Thomas the Frank Engine. <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> well, I imagine... I, he, there's this picture that someone drew for Thomas. Yeah. Thomas the Frank Engine. And I don't know why I, I've seen it. No, no, don't search that. Just, <laughs> don't, just don't search, search that. that. But I think it's um, like his YouTube channel. Like, oh my god, this is something. this is actually. If you want to go down a really dark path, search it. Okay, <laughs> don't do that. I, <laughs> uh, I want to thank uh, Jump in Real Estate at Jump I N R E. So Jump in R E on Twitter for my new middle name at Above Average Net Worth. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about on this show, please email me, matt at moneylab.co. It's a .co, friends. 
Mm. Also, feel free to send me a new middle name suggestion. I am open to trying new ones out. When you send me an email with a new topic or a suggestion or whatever, be like, oh, also, Matt, your middle name should be this. Whatever it is. (laughs) If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And while you're there, please leave a review. If you really love this show... Tell your friends about it, point them to your favorite episodes, and hopefully they'll become a subscriber as well. That's it, Andrew. We're done. Boom. We're See not ya. done tonight. But no, we're, we're not. We're done. We have more, we have more episodes to record. It's 530 uh, Mountain Time, 730 Eastern Time. We're still cranking it, boys and girls. Start early and late. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Hashtag All hustle. Right. Thanks. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show. <laughs>